the blind, the blind nine. nine. Hey, Jesse, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, and I think maybe I shouldn't jinx myself, but I feel like this is the fourth show in a row where I did not interrupt the recording by talking. I know, you know. I think it does better whenever I don't play the intro there, because like, you don't have time to think of something to interrupt me with. Although I did start to yawn. I don't know if you caught that or not. Oh, uh, yeah, you're always <laughs> yawning, though, so it's all good. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I do yawn a lot. It's weird. Uh, I remember hearing somewhere that it's a lack of oxygen to the brain. And knowing the both of us, that does stand to reason. <laughs> yes, it does. In <laughs> uh, Night to the Braille news, um, it has been a week now since you all have been my peasants. I mean, um, my fellow community. How does your Knights of the Braille boss chair feel? Is it comfy? Uh, not really. I'm waiting on everybody to donate money so that I can get me like a brand new setup. You know. So. Why? What kind of chair does did Jim have? Well, it has this thing like in the seat that feels really weird. Kind of like the Mr. Uh, Garrison flying ships from South Park. Oh, so uh, it like yeah, molds it, to his ass then. Yeah, and it's quite bony. You know, quite bony. Um, yeah. Or you uh, have meat on your bones. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, but let's see. This, uh, this upcoming Saturday will be the final... Uh, quest of the Braille with Adventure Skeletons. I'm so uh, sad. It is. It is really sad because we have a great group, which is why we every, have good news though. Yeah, every month we will be having a quest of the Braille showcasing different TTRPGs. I uh, love this idea. Uh, it's uh, going to be like you know some one shots, and some months it may be a continuation from the previous mm -hmm. month. We'll have to see. Uh, I know I have one on the docket called sexy battle wizards which i think is going to be a blast <laughs> and breaking news i will be playing my first female character because i'm going all in with that <laughs> and um so far i'm looking at the next one and i think it's probably going to be uh a game called delta green um oh that sounds interesting kind of like monster hunters type deals oh uh, i'm in for that so yeah i think it's going to be a lot of fun um, and you know, we have uh, that's really about it for all the Knights of the Braille news. Although the Everyone Games event is upcoming this uh, September, October, the last day of September and the first day of October. And I was actually on a podcast this past Friday, did the recording there talking about you know, Knights of the Braille, TTRPGs, accessibility, and things like that it's the first uh other than the blind knights podcast that i've done so that was right. for how did were you nervous how to go uh well you know I me mean? i don't like being the center of attention so but the the knights were not really you if you want to think of it that way oh yeah but like it's the still group me was. doing the talking yeah 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 I, i'm just not crazy about it, which is one reason why i didn't want to take over knights but you know jim asked me and then bullied me into it so um but, I mean, it, it went good. Uh, the podcast, you might want to check it out, is Hindsight is 2200. That's 20 and then 200. Um, really good podcast. Really good guy. Chad, Chad was a great guy. So, uh, definitely something to check out. He um, talked to a lot of other people. He's, you know, blind journalist and 
Um, really good guy. I've listened to a couple of his podcasts so far. Uh, seeing the feed that Jim had created on the Twitter, it's like, oh, I didn't know this was out there. It's like I'm discovering a lot of new things, as though I didn't have you know enough to listen to as it was. Yeah, I have to apologize. I don't know if this is picking up on the on the microphone or not, but if anybody hears a scratching, my cat is in indeed um, using the litter box right now, uh, yeah. and it's very loud over here. So I don't know if it picks up or not. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. Okay. Um, but, uh, this... Yes, we're talking about you. Yeah, this past Saturday, we were going to have, you know, the last, uh, Quest of Rail for this particular segment, but it, um, brings up our first talk, talking topic that I want to talk about, and I'm not, you know, pointing this person out at at, at all. Um, Mm -hmm. it just brings up a good topic about you know, paying attention to your players because I asked them, you know, would you rather us wait till next week? And I believe they were sincerely thankful that we did um, because some things were going on. But that's a, you know, topic that I'd really like to discuss here that Jim and I have talked about, you know, before. I can't remember if we recorded it or not, but you know, I really, I really think people who are sitting in the GM chair need to listen to their players, you know, pay attention. Like, if you can tell something's going on, don't really push things, so to speak, you know. Maybe yeah, not necessarily you... ignore them, but, you know, try not to make them the full focus of, of stuff. Right, yeah. Because, yeah. like, what happened on Saturday, you don't want to if they said they'd be there and they want to be there, you don't want to like go on without them. But at the same time, you don't want it to be a chore for them. So if we had gone on and I know you would have done this because you just said it there, just make sure that person isn't a focal point. Right. And, um, you know, life, life happens and this game is supposed to be fun. Whatever game you're playing. I, I agree completely with that. When I first started, and no one did this to me, but when I first started, I always felt like, oh, I got to be there. I got to, you know, do this and no matter what I'm feeling like. But it is a game. And if you're not having fun for a week, sit it out. There's no shame in that. Right. You know, and and I'm not necessarily pointing out and I'm going to say the name because I keep accidentally going to say it. But, you know, mm-hmm. Sage was was not feeling well. And. I, you know, wanted she to make... still, she still showed up though. I mean, yeah. you know, um, and, and I for one is, appreciate that as a GM, but yeah, you know, um, from this past Wednesday, you know, I tried to fight through it with a headache that I'd had. Yeah. To... That's not worth, I mean, just worry about you, you know, like right. even me, I've only, I've only ever canceled a session if enough people can't make it, but I'm even starting to think like, if I'm just not feeling it that week, I'm just going to, call it off and not worry about it and and that happens sometimes you just don't feel you need to you know and while this is the focal point on your players you also need to pay attention Mm -hmm. to yourself because right i've run games where i just didn't feel it and you know y'all have mentioned that y'all couldn't tell but yeah i was just gonna say that yeah i can never you have never let it be known And and, and you know me well enough now that's not me to put it up there but yeah, I, I think I would and... know now because I do know you so well, but yeah. like that might just be because you knew with me 
one time, what was it, a few months ago, and you're like, you're just not feeling it. Is something going on? And I was like, yeah. I ended up telling you it was, but because I thought I was good at hiding it, but you saw it right away. And I think someone else did too. And I think that comes along the lines, you know, and this is not just D&D. This is mothership. Mm -hmm. This is... No, it's a, that's right. It's any yeah. game. Yeah. Um, paying attention to your players. We It's Candyland. Yeah. I love that game. I um, do too. But, you know, we can't see you, so we have to pay attention to, like, the voices and how someone interacts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not singling Sage or Mitch out, but we've had some sessions where, you know, you can tell that Mitch didn't feel as good. Or, you know, Sage just wasn't feeling this past Saturday. Or, you know, Fernando or Steven not you know, not feeling good and not trying to exclude anybody, but it, it happens. And hey, if it happens, well, you pretty much almost named everybody. Yeah, you know, but you know, if it happens, you know, bow out, you know, yep. otherwise you're going to be miserable. And you know, what's that old saying? Misery loves company, you know? Yeah, but then I think for the problem is for people and probably for, I mean, for me, I can say I don't want to let, let everyone else down. Yeah. Um, and that's the main uh, flaw of mine. You know, if I was yeah. to create a D&D character based on me, that would definitely be mm -hmm. a flaw because it is, you know, because you, you have to, you have to take care of yourself too. Yep. But uh, uh, enough of that all sad and grumpy, grumpy news. Um, well, oh, I just want to give everyone in the group credit, the Saturday group, like we were all, and I'm going to say we, cause I was part of it too, but not really me. Everyone was fine with like not playing that this week. No one was like, oh, like we were all just all about, well, I guess you outed it already, all about Sage not feeling well and all about, well, let's just wait then. Like we yeah. were all, we all banded together, like it felt like. Yeah, we, we were worried about Sage. And, yep. Because you know, Sage is such a nice damn person. I mean, I don't know, a lot know them well, but I have to too, say, <laughs> I don't know them well, but I have to say in the, what is it, four weeks we've, very nice, extremely yeah. nice person. Very helpful person. A lot nicer than the two of us, huh? No. Uh, oh, you're saying no. you're nicer than Sage. You hide it well. Uh, you're nice. No, I'm not. I'm a but mean, like, mean, not, not, not to call them out, but I was saying yesterday, you might have even seen it in the uh, the one campaign server we're in, that yeah. disregard my <laughs> attempts, because sometimes, you know, I'm fairly new with like Avery and stuff like that. And they offered to write a mini guide. And I'm like, shit, if you want to do that, I would really appreciate it. Yeah. Just like stuff like that. Like in them helping um, Des with this character. Oh yeah. Um, and helped us all during character creation. Right. And yeah. Just, and so like, just at the drop of a hat too, it wasn't like we had to ask or anything. Exactly. Really. Um, it shows that there's still nice goodness in humanity. Yes, there is. It is Not nice much of it, but there is still some. Not with you, you curmudgeonly asshole. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jesse. Yes, sir. What would you call a large open area covered in grass? The plains? Nope. A yard? Nope. The forest? You're making Excuse it a little bit harder than it needs to be, sir. A land covered in grass. Land. Grassland. There we go. 
Uh, see, sometimes Jesse makes things a little too difficult, but I do. But too. mine were all right as well. <laughs> uh, no, a forest is covered in trees, sir. Just well, that's true, but all the other ones were right. <laughs> um, Jesse, think. describe yes. me. Describe me a grassland. Set me a scene. You find yourself in the tall grass. The only sound is your footsteps through it. And you smell something. It smells like a campfire. As you get closer, you hear the snorts of a troll band. And seeing as you are outnumbered, one, two, who knows how many, you need to hide in the grass. And the grass is tall enough, you're a hobbit, so you can't hide. Because if you don't, the trolls will definitely, definitely do you in. Excellent. All right. Ready for mine? Yep. You stand in the entrance to a wide open area. Waist high grass stands before you, the color of straw, so to speak, a light yellow color. There is a light blue sky above you with puffy white clouds. They are quite beautiful. It's not hot. It's not cold. You're not even sweating. There's no wind blowing at all. Yet, the grass in front of you undulates in waves. Word for you. Do what? <laughs> Sorry, that's a big word for you. Was it undulates? Yeah. I know. I know. I'm proud. But the grass undulates in waves. How do you, what's in there? You have no idea. It could be something good. It could be something bad. You know, but this is, you know, this is just like grasslands. You know, it's something you can use in, in any particular setting, you know. And just from from that little bit, either one of ours, you know, you could have easily a one-shot. You could have a mini campaign. What are the trolls doing there? You know, they're usually yeah. in, in mountains. Why are they here? Right, why are they there? You know. Um... And the, the funny thing is, you bring up grassland. My mom, when we'd be looking at video games for me to rent, like, I guess I'm thinking it would be a map, but she would always say, oh, this game would be too hard for you because there's so much grass. Like, to her, that would be like, you'd have to travel a lot. Yeah. But it was just funny. I think it was probably a map, but she's like, oh, it's showing that green grass. You don't want this one. <laughs> um, and, you know, you could easily do, like, like say, the instance, the one that I described. What is that? You know, and it can be anything from zombies, prairie dogs. That was my first question. I wanted to know. I'm like, oh, what is it? <laughs> um, it could be um, one of those. Oh, I can't think of what, what stool was. Mushrooms. The mush mushrooms, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and speaking of that, um, something that Jesse probably has likely forgotten, but in the Curse of Shroud that I ran, there was a waterfall. Oh and... no, I didn't. Because didn't I <laughs> didn't something happen with that? Yeah, like, man fell forever. And, yeah, most of yeah. everybody fell into the river. But I mean I know you said the waterfall was just like a far off like a one-time thing and we spent i swear like an hour on it yeah i mean and 
there's not necessarily anything behind there for like the campaign as written. But I think but, we thought there was. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna put something back there. I don't know if y'all would have liked it if you'd have got to it, but what was it, it gonna be? Uh, I'm not telling you now in case I ever want to use that again. Oh, okay. No, it was gonna be you know um, some treasure of some kind. Oh, so I thought it'd be something bad. There. Nah, because it was so difficult to get there. They had like an inch wide ledge and. Dagum is the dwarf didn't try making it all the way across, and I think he got like two thirds of the way and then failed. But you know, I think that's one of the first situations that I forget the details, but where Kelton, like, remember after everybody died, he kind of had a temper. Yes, that's one of the first situations he like lost it about something. I don't remember what it was, but you know, um. You can take whatever scene and make it something happy or bad, you know. And that's With what, just a couple words changing. Yeah, and and the tone of your, you know, speaking and the ambience yep. that you play, because you know, I'm real big into that. But yeah. I want to tell you about an animal that you can find in the grasslands. Oh, okay. You know, we mentioned the tigers. You did the or not tigers, but lions. You trolls and Luxodon. Uh, you could. Well, how about a bullet? A what? A bullet. What is that? It is. How do you spell that, by the way? B U L. Hold on, let me get back up there. B U L E T T E. It sounds French. Uh, it could be bulletta, I guess. You know. It just sounds French, though, kind of, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a um unaligned large monstrosity with an AC of seventeen and oh. an average of ninety four hit points. That's um, a tough boy. Oh yeah, the AC or girl. Uh, let's see. It's a challenge of five. Um, plus seven to hit on its bite. Oh boy. Um, four D twelve piercing damage. Oh, that thing is nasty. Oh. <laughs> but you're getting excited, aren't you? I am. I am. It may show up. Remember, um, we're only level two right now. I know. Um, you sounded so sad when you answered me there. Uh, it, <laughs> you're like, I know. Uh, it can leap. Um, let's see. If it lands uh, and not like a creature prone, the creature will take for an average of 14 damage. Oh, shit. It's, it's a massive... Oh, it's also called a land shark. That's why I picked it. I had forgot that because it made me think of the land shark beer. Um, but this is also called a land shark. So... Okay. I was just going to ask if you had any idea what it looked like, but now I know. Um, oh, they, they don't care about superior numbers or if, the, if they're what they're attacking has superior numbers. Um, they, uh, they uproot trees, cause landslides. They live underground. Oh, this is, this is crazy. Um, it can range up to like 30 miles away from its like dwelling place i think it kind of needs to make an appearance oh it will it will um and not to interrupt you because i didn't but uh 
Couldn't you picture Aurelio riding it? Picture who riding it? Aurelio. I could, yes. Yes. That's the first thing that jumped in my head. I'm like, oh, Aurelio could ride it. <laughs> Two different ways. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh but, God, that's true. But uh, Vickless, too. Um, but very vicious, uh, very vicious creature. And that's only a CR5. You know. That's um, nasty. Oh, oh, it is. Especially if it gets a hold of you. But that's the thing. It's got to get a hold of you. You know, and bite you. Um, which, with how I run the Monsters Hunter Incorporated or Inc., um, you know, anything like a seven or above and it hits. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, y'all could. So, what? Was it a plus seven or plus five? Uh, plus seven. Because that's nothing to mess with either. Jesus. Nah, but, um, like, with the way that I do the Monsters <laughs> Hunters uh, Inc., um, you know, seven or above hits no matter what. Yep, right. You know, so you only can't take into account the uh, the modifier there, which is would give y'all a, a good chance to, you know, take it on. So God, that thing is nasty. Oh yeah. I, and see that that animal itself could be the focus of a one shot. Oh yeah, definitely. Just itself. Um, but let's uh let's get to your reading recommendation, sir. All righty. So what do you have? Oh, I thought you were playing the intro. Um, alrighty. So today, I feel like we've talked about him on the podcast before. Either maybe it wasn't the podcast. Maybe we just talked about him, you know, you and I. But I'm going to recommend a Brandon Sanderson book today. And it's going to be the start of the um, Mistborn series, the first series. It's called The Final Empire. And it's all about rebellion and uh, the magic system is really cool because it has to do with like metals, like iron, steel, stuff like that. Everything has a different property. And they swallow the, these, the magic through these vials and it goes into their bloodstream. And it's like, oh, I'm going to burn iron now, for instance. But if they burn it too quickly, they will get rid of their iron reserves. So they need to refill them. And it's about a young girl and she gets caught up in kind of this rebellion type thing. And the characters are really good. I, I really got hooked into these characters. It's actually a series that I finished. I think it might be the first series recommending recommendation that I actually finished the whole series. The whole series is really good. Um, there's a second series as well that I haven't read. It's like a few hundred years in the future from where the original Mistborn takes place. And I've heard people say it's good. I've heard other people say it's not as good as this first one, but the action scenes in this are really good. If you've tried reading Brandon Sanderson with say Stormlight Archives and it was just too long for you and you couldn't get into the characters or anything, give Mistborn a shot. I think it's a good starting point or even if you didn't like the other book you tried, you might like this series because it has some political machinations. It has some action. I love the magic system. It's a great world. And I'm going to be bugging Richard to read at least The Final Empire. Excellent. Um, I actually had a couple, but I can save one for 
for next week. Um, oh, you can get two if you want. I finally finished up the Way of the Shaman series by Vasily Mehenyenko. Um, How many books were in that? Seven. Oh, seven. wow. Uh, I really, really <laughs> liked the narrator. Um, the books aren't overly long. Um, you can read it at 1.4 speed on Audible. Um, which is how I read it because, you know, there wasn't as many pauses in there. Um, it started off really good, really simple, and I was really, really enjoying it at the time. I, I loved the concept, but then around book four or so, um, and while the series was still good, don't get me wrong, it kind of started making it a little too complicated. Oh. You know, um, it may have been book five. Um, I'm going to say four. But mm-hmm. like, there was twist. And then there was another twist. Then there was another twist. And it seemed to get kind of um, all garbled up. And by the time I'm reading the, the seventh one, it's like, I just, I just want it to be over with because I'm not trying to keep up with what's going on now. And like I said, they're still good. Don't get me wrong with that, but unless you are extremely paying attention to it, like, to me, it's like taking notes on it. It's like, you're going to get lost. Like, well, why did he do this? And, you know, that doesn't make sense. And there were a lot of mm-hmm. plot lines that were left wide open. And are you sure the series is done? Yes. Yes, okay. it's done. Um, And according to some things that I read, cause I looked it up, you know, to see if there was going to be other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, He's writing another series that's supposedly going to close out a lot of the plot lines of uh, of the book series. Um, Barcelona, I think is how you say the the name. But like I said, it's still a good series. Um, It was one of the first two lit RPGs that I started. Should I even start the still start a thing? Because you got it. You sent it to me on Kindle. I would, yeah. It's still worth, okay. Yeah, it, it's still worth reading. Don't get me wrong okay. there. Um, okay. But it can get kind of uh, congested, I guess, towards the end of it. Um, Something I want to bring up real quick. It's not a recommendation, but it's a thought I had when you said about, you know, it was seven books and it got you, you were a little lost at points. Mm-hmm. I bought that book on Kindle that I'm not recommending because I only read one book out of the nine that gives you. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing they do is at the beginning of the fir- the second book, they recap the first book, like where we were in the past. And I feel like more authors should do that because it takes maybe certain series I'll remember like what happened because they're a favorite. It sticks in my mind. But there's other stuff like maybe a book came out two or three years later. I forgot everything and I don't want to go back and reread the whole first book again like i feel like they should have a recap page in series books go for everybody like, like a chapter i mean you know it doesn't yeah. have to be a full chapter but like a, no it was this was like like a preface like last time in whatever the book was and i'm like this is amazing even though i didn't need it because i just read the book but yeah. even just thinking back it's like i wish everything did that because there was this one series that the book came out like three years later and i'm like i have no idea what the hell happened I know exactly what you mean. And um, the other uh, recommendation I'll give y'all next week. Um, okay. But it is, you can give uh, it to me after we're done recording this. Uh, it is from the Dungeon Crawler Carl series. Oh, okay, which okay. I highly recommend. 
Um, Maybe I'll do get the first one with my next credit. You should. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about that one more next week. Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> the segment here is going to be uh, the community segment. And I am asking uh, everyone to, you know, send in a at most five minute um, like segment of your favorite TTRPG and why it is uh it will play at the end of the podcast because it's easier to edit that way and i'm all about uh ease but today yep. we're going to have uh dez talking about the world wide wrestling ttrpg which is a good one and uh thank you dez for sending it in um you can either dm me on discord uh send it to uh knights of the braille at gmail.com so uh, yeah, everybody just send it in, um, so that we uh, can you know hopefully portray other different yeah uh, RPGs that are out there. Uh, and breaking news, I'm active on Discord now. Yeah, he's posted like six times, I think. I mean, that's something, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And um, here is uh, going to be the riddle of the week. We have not figured oh, out boy. like a prize or if there is going to be a prize other than you're exercising your mental capacity. I think that's enough of a prize. Uh I think it is too hearing me, you know. Ah, uh, but there is something that I seek. While it is bound, it chooses kings and peasants. When it is free, it foretells war and woe. While it is bound, it propels men's lust and fury. When it is freed, it tumbles, falls, and fades. While it is bound, Life will often thrive. When it is freed, death will often follow. Ooh. Where did you get that? That's really cool. I found it. Uh, we will give you the answer next week. Uh, if you need to listen to it again, just, um, you know, like rewind it a little bit and listen to it. So, again, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, as always, this music, the intro music and all, is provided by Adrian Von Ziegler. Uh, thank you, Chris Cook, for the um, outro message. The man and, who's not Jim. Yeah, the man <laughs> who's not Jim. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember to like, like share, oh. and... And see! Subscribe. Hey everybody, it's your pal Dez, longtime listener of the Knights of the Braille, first time caller, wanting to share with you a little bit about my favorite tabletop RPG. I just got into tabletop gaming, I would say no more than two years ago. Before that, I really hadn't heard much about 
uh, Dungeons and Dragons and games like that, other than uh, it was the game that I saw the kids play on Stranger Things on Netflix. Um, that all changed when I discovered a game called Worldwide Wrestling. It's my recommendation to you today. It's a very fun game that appealed to me as a longtime wrestling fan, but might appeal to you as a fan of role-playing who might not know anything about wrestling. This is a super fun game that not only lets you um, challenge your wrestling fandom by creating a character and just rolling around all of those wonderfully wacky wrestling tropes like chair swinging and putting people through tables and all sorts of fun stuff but it also lets you practice the key tenets of role playing and of tabletop gaming there's a lot of teamwork involved a whole lot of collaboration at the end of the day you're not competing but you're working together to tell a good story and put on a great show good mechanics that could help you with your DD party if you know what you're doing that was the gateway for me it got me into DD. it got me into mothership vampire the masquerade mutants and masterminds all sorts of other fun games but the gateway was this fun game called worldwide wrestling it's only 15 bucks uh the designer his has a very strong commitment to accessibility he knows we exist and he knows we love it and he wants to keep making sure that we can play so i would say support this amazing developer drop the 15 bucks and thank me later this episode is brought to you by the knights of the braille and is made possible through the support of viewers such as you please remember to like share and subscribe to get all of the latest information and episodes thank you